0: Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to the Excellent Podcast. This is the show where we sit down and watch every single episode of Regular Show. I'm your co-host, Jason, and I'm joined with today by...
1: The other co-host, Josh.
0: And what was that noise?
1: Well, I don't... Okay, so... Things happen, first off. Uh, you <laughs> know... I don't know how else to explain it without being... or with the... I don't know how else to be fake with it.
0: Here, I I could explain it because I'm not on your end, and I, the person that is in your room, cannot hear me. Yep. So usually, how it goes, uh, Josh, um, him and his brothers' uh, setup are in the same room, and his brother is kind of a uh, he kind of hogs the entire room, right, Josh?
1: Yes. Very much so.
0: Yeah. And um, whenever it's his time to be in the room, it's his time. There's no way around it, no fighting it. And that kind of leaves us with the short end of the stick. Uh, I don't think your brother listens to the episodes. He doesn't. It doesn't really matter. He doesn't. Even if he did, what the hell? I know. (laughs) No. But so, uh, I don't know. We usually, Josh, like, goes in a separate room or, like, a part that's, like, quieter. But, um unfortunately that is not a thing and we thought that josh's brother would not be home today but here he is uh Uh. so for this episode we're just gonna have to deal with it uh i'm gonna edit it as much as i can like for example these long little monologues when i'm talking i'm just gonna mute josh's audio uh but when josh is talking uh i'm sorry yeah (laughs) i'm so sorry (laughs) Uh, we'll we'll try to keep um, our tangents to a minimum then don't worry guys he leaves halfway through the episode how has your week been so far uh we took a week off oh, of the yeah. excellent podcast because i'm having fun out here in the uk yeah he is plans ended up having <laughs> uh
1: well my week has been yeah. pretty stressful you know it's uh midterm almost midterm week here so really yeah, okay i think well yeah that's what i mean almost so there's a lot of work still needing needed to be done uh my eight. My actual, actually, my eight-week course is about to end. It's like, today, I just took my second-to-last test, and then next week, I have my official last test, but the week after that, I have, like, a cumulative test, which basically means it's a makeup test for students to try to replace their lowest grade with that test, so...
0: Right, that's good. Uh, so, I'll be taking uh, that. I, I, I love those professors where they're chill and, like, they say, like, at the end of the semester, I'm going to drop your lowest test grade. That's always good. Yeah,
1: I, I don't think I've ever had that.
0: Mm, damn. I think I've only had it, like, once or twice. I'm
1: pretty sure. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. For this professor that I have for my eight-week course, she's so awesome that she gives us a 24-hour grace period for our assignments, which means like so today i have like all of my chapter homework due tonight but since that since she gave that 24-hour grace period that means it's actually due tomorrow night instead of tonight you see where i'm going with this
0: okay yeah that's always exactly.
1: good yeah so y- you rarely find teachers like that especially yeah. in uh college or universities
0: you know, it's weird to think that you guys are in midterms, and I would actually be on midterms right now back at North Central, mm-hmm. because I think we are only in our third week here over in the UK. No, you are not. No, legit. We started classes, let me see, because, Did on. you
1: start at the beginning of February, like end of
0: January? Yeah, we started classes on January 31st, or if not February 7th. Oh, wait which is yeah
1: wait so then when do you end
0: that's what i was gonna get into so my curriculum over here in the uk does not line up with the one back at home okay uh because we started super late so we're gonna end super late but i'm not even gonna be here in like in the uk for finals which means that I just straight up get to skip them.
1: I mean, did, would your final count towards your overall grade or nah?
0: Yeah, so how it is, is I'm taking all substitution classes out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have two courses left at North Central for me to graduate. And how it works with the study abroad program is I like find the the modules here. I, like, I find what classes they offer here. And then I fill out like this little proposal form where that I send it to my advisor be like, all right, look, this is the class that I'm gonna take over there, and how about I could use that in credit for this class that I have to take here, and then she like approves it or not? Okay. Um, so there's many plus sides to this. One, one of the classes I quickly realized on day one over here that I've basically taken this course already. Mm-hmm. So and easy A. Easy A, and the other course is also super easy, and it could be applicable to all of the other things that I've learned so far. Mm-hmm. And um how the program works over here i don't know why but they're very specific on like the workload that i'm allowed to do
1: Mm -hmm. because
0: back at home i would be bombarded with all this work and stuff but over here i am only allowed to like um like write two thousand words worth of an essay in my in for each class i don't know why it's so specific
1: i'm pretty sure the education system over there is a lot better than here
0: I don't know I feel like it's so laid back and conveniently my two classes how both of them are laid out is I have to write two essays for each of them mm-hmm. and each of them are 2,000 words so in in total like 4,000 words for each class yeah I'm only allowed to write 2,000 words per class so that means I only have to write the first essay for each of them and then I'm pretty much done for the semester
1: I'm why, why is America and like this?
0: I don't know. So yeah, that that essay will be due in around, what, one, two, three weeks, which is our midterm. And that's all I'm allowed to do. So basically I'm taking half a semester worth of like actual work and then the rest of the time is just going to class and like sitting in the lectures because mm. I have no work else to do.
1: So, like, do you don't,
0: so do you not do, like, any outside work out of, uh, lectures? I mean, they assign, like, reading and, like, outside lectures to watch, like, pre-recorded lectures, but who, who, who actually watches those, who actually does reading? So they
1: don't even check the, check if you did them?
0: Oh, no, yeah, there's no outside homework, um, yeah, the only outside work that we have is just working on our essays. This is such bullshit. And (laughs) I have even more. The first essay that I have to write is for that class that I've that I was saying that I've taken back at home. Yeah. Not only have I also taken that class, but I've also basically written this essay before. You're just gonna copy and paste it? (laughs) I'm not gonna copy and paste it. I'm gonna like paraphrase it, but I could like use like all the same points before. (laughs) I'm gonna like add or subtract stuff to it, but for the most part, it's pretty easy. Um, But as for this past week. I'm going to be honest, I really miss you guys. Hey man, we miss you too. And it's actually been very painful. Like this past week was actually very hard and I printed out a bunch of pictures to put on my bulletin board that I could look at uh, at my desk. Yeah,
1: I saw. And if you if you guys um yeah. d- wait, you post it on Snapchat or Instagram, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, Instagram. Instagram. So, if you guys don't know uh Jason, if you don't follow him, uh, on his story he posted uh a picture on his story saying send me pictures of of you or something else uh to put on a bulletin board and it's basically uh like years of uh him with all of his friends including the schwam squad and actually like mm-hmm. now that you're mentioning it damn that that that's very emotional i can see why you got really emotional
0: yeah and and not only that, but of course this is around the time your final semester of college when you're trying to like apply for jobs and stuff. I've been applying for jobs this entire for like the past two days. Oh really? Yeah, I've like my entire week has consisted of like LinkedIn and handshake. Mm-hmm. Um and I am trying to make an effort to apply to like three to four jobs a day. Mm-hmm. So Holy I had to four to jobs four? yesterday. Three to four jobs a day. Uh, I, I, I at least want to get to 10 to 15 jobs a week God, is what my goal damn. is. So obviously I'm way ahead of that schedule. But I applied to four jobs yesterday. I applied to three jobs today. Um, I heard back from one of them. And we have like a a meeting set up that I'm going to be having soon that I cannot disclose too much. But Of course. Obviously. Uh, obviously. So yeah. That's, that's coming up soon. And then also... Um, that same company that reached out to me, I found out that they have a lot of North Central alumni there. So I connected with them on LinkedIn and I've been chatting with them. So, uh, I've been stressing myself out with this, but I feel like I'm on a good track. I got a no,
1: honestly, it looks like you're on a great track for that. I wish I had that kind of ambition and drive for that. <clears throat> and I could definitely like force myself to do something like that when reality i i really can't I couldn't oh um, maybe maybe i could and at one point in my life but
0: no i'm i'm honestly on the same boat like the person who motivates me to work as hard as this is my girlfriend cj she is okay, the wow. actual like she is such a hard worker she's so ambitious and crazy with that
1: well i mean you are going to see her in like two weeks yes weeks. did we
0: talk about this yet or no
1: uh I think so last week or a couple weeks ago last time, yeah. Um yeah, uh Valentine's Because Day. I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned like you putting out a video and me saying like fuck that got me like uh, I'm emotional. Oh
0: no no, that was for the first video that was emotional. The second one that was here, we're we're just gonna talk about it real quick and then we'll get to the episode. Mm. Um Okay. So Valentine's Day just happened and CJ and I had a Zoom date. And she surprised me by saying that she's going to come visit me in the UK, which I'm so damn excited for.
1: And that's pretty, that's pretty, wait, how long she's she staying there? She, I don't
0: think I asked. She will be staying here for the entire week. Oh, shit. That's great. Yeah. And I'm going to be showing awesome. her around town. We're going to go to London and a bunch of other places. Nice. Rochester. Nice. But yeah, super exciting stuff. Oh, that's really sweet. <laughs> but yeah.
1: And that's like. What is it? Her spring break, right?
0: Yeah, it is spring break for her.
1: Okay. Okay, I figured so. I'm like, she's not taking a week off of school just to... I mean, no offense, but...
0: Oh, no, like, she would never, like, drop that amount of, like, work time, and I don't think anyone would.
1: No, 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 of course. Everyone
0: would like to if they were allowed to, but no.
1: But no. Yeah. Okay, anyways, we spent, well, 10... On my recording screen, it says 14 minutes, but... To that, them, it's been like, I don't know how long.
0: That leaves a perfect segue because this week's episode is Temp Check, and it's about work. Isn't that right? Oh,
1: it it is about work, and yes. I'm pretty sure the way we're going to describe this is like how everyone who has a job feels.
0: Yeah, we've all wanted to do this before. Regular show, Temp Check. I forgot to check what episode and season this was so just uh check the title of this podcast episode. We are greeted with chirps and birds. We open with Mordecai and Rigby mowing the lawn of the football field. They get done and they say, oh that's the first thing they say in the entire episode. And despite that I totally missed it. I don't know how I did. <laughs> um they throw down their lawn mowers in celebration and being like yeah we mowed that lawn in their face And then they go in for a celebratory hug, Mordecai suggests it, and then right as they're about to hug, they pull back and they're like, oh, sick, you were about to hug me. No, you were about to hug me. Two things. One, this is, I I noticed it too, like this was the first O in like how many episodes? Um, it's been, oh, actually, we made a mistake in the last episode. What do you mean? As I was editing it and I put a little soundbite of while I was editing, being like, Hey guys, we made a mistake. Um in Muscle Woman, Rigby actually does say oh uh, what, what? was
1: it when Was it when um uh, Mordecai walks out the store and Yes. Okay, yeah. so, we're count- so we were actually counting that.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because we talked about it and we debated if it was an O or not and we said no, or maybe I said no. But yeah. like I listened back to it and I was like, eh, actually, that was most definitely an O. So Yeah, okay. My bad. That um, can, okay, fine.
1: That, no, that's fine. Honestly, we both agree that it wasn't, so that's both of our <laughs> faults. Yeah.
0: Uh, another note that I have about this, they pull back being like, oh my gosh, you were about to hug me. I hug my bros all the time. I don't know what they're talking no, about. No,
1: honestly. Do you put your butt against me.
0: When? What? The last
1: time you were here. The last time you were or the last time we hung out, you put and we were filming the mukbang, which you probably still need uh, to edit.
0: I've been busy, but yes, I did I <laughs> I like jokingly like like grinded on you. <laughs> you did? That sounds very out of context. If you wanna see the episode, hopefully it's out soon. Probably not. But may, hopefully no, it's on the stream fu- channel.
1: No, no, no. Take your time. <laughs> Take your time with it. It's fine. Yes. No, but um, no, I would definitely hug you guys. I do it all the time. Yeah, of course. Not all the time, but well, according to Ralph, he's like, no, you never hug me. Like, dude, I don't I don't initiate hugs that often. What do you want me to do?
0: Yeah. It's like I feel like you, you when you're saying like you're greeting them or saying bye, you give them like a like a hey, man, nice. nice, see you a pat on the back while you're hugging. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <coughs> no, but th- but Mordecai and Rigby, they're like, haha, psych that's gay.
0: hmm And also this is immediate foreshadowing of the end of this episode without getting into into context of it. We're just gonna hold on to that note. So Benson comes
1: up, pulls out a ruler from his fanny pack, and he says, Nope, it's no good because it's an inch too tall and then Benson like tells them to do it all again, the entire field. Uh but Rigby responds with, But it's just one inch. But then Benson comes back with okay, well if it's one inch leads to uh an injury which can cause suing, essentially, and the park doesn't want to get sued. So Benson turns around to go back to the car, but uh Rigby runs over saying but 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 benson says oh wait is that the sound of somebody who wants to be fired rugby gets quiet quiet and then benson says that's what i thought and drives off you know Uh, so hmm.
0: yeah real quick this is um benson is very uptight like i don't think a guy would settle a lawsuit after measuring the inch long grass with the ruler like imagine if the guy like playing rugby he does fall down he's like oh my gosh i'm hurt my leg is broken um, I'm going to settle a lawsuit, you know why? Pulls a ruler out of his ass and be like, see this, it's an inch too short on oh, my leg, you know? No one would ever say that, so. You know um, what
1: is an inch too short? That uh, rugby guy's wiener. Yeah. Because he called out a, a, a tall, an inch grass or whatever. Yeah, and then
0: also when Benson was like, Uh oh, oh, is that the sound of someone who wants to get fired? It's kind of like when you were little and your parent wouldn't let you speak, even though you had like a really valid point, you know?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Well, what I was going to say with the whole like uh, ben, you wouldn't think someone like Benson would do that. I'm very certain there are those bosses or managers who are that committed to their job that they would uh, fault anyone who are quote unquote doing not doing their job. Oh, 100%. I know I, 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 know I have that where I'm at
0: yeah good because I've luckily never had a manager who was so uptight like that I've seen like those like TikToks where people like recreate like how their managers act where it's like you have like five minutes of downtime and you're like talking to your coworker and your manager walks up being like oh hey what are we doing over here talking hmm when we should be like cleaning it's like shut the hell up
1: that is exactly how it was at the other location that i worked. oh
0: gosh or like the manager is like hmm does it really take two people to clean this part of the kitchen it's like shut the fuck yes it does yes it does like don't don't be a dick You're, you're, you're the you're the type of manager that it's all like oh sorry you don't clock in when you get here you clock in when you're ready to work it's like shut the fuck up i keep you keep
1: reminding me of like Those exact words, because I hear them, not all the time, but I used to hear them all the time until, like, I started talking and not really giving them shit, but, like, saying, like, well, here's my reason. Yeah, you
0: stand up for yourself.
1: Exactly. Mm. And I don't think they like that, but you know what? Fuck them. I don't care. Yeah, who the hell
0: cares, you know? (laughs)
1: Yeah, honestly, no one... This this is going to sound really rude, but no one really backs them up. And they know that. Mm -hmm. So, when someone else talks to them it's just me and them no one else yeah um, let this be a lesson to your kids stand up for yourself
0: yes please do stand up for yourself so benton drives off and mordecai and rigby are complaining and rigby was like oh gosh like why can't sometimes i wish i could just hire a guy to do all my work and then mordecai is like what or he says something like along the lines and then rigby yeah. is like wait i could actually do that and so rigby runs off and we cut to him in front of the park he sets up a booth called dudes hiring dudes. And um <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. And what do the subtitles say about like the it being like a huge scam or whatever?
1: Okay. So basically, Rigby is explaining to Mordecai that if he's hiring a dude to do all his work while he's e- while paying a small part of his paycheck while he goes to get a meatball sub, then this is a huge scam, which essentially is literally what it is, because all it is is Rigby just wanting not to do work yeah. and eating a meatball
0: sub. Yeah, most definitely. Um, so Rigby basically like repeats that, and he says it out loud to everyone, being like, this is a huge scam. And then, of course, it's like that bad cartoon timing, because everyone walks mm-hmm. away after hearing that. And Rigby's like, uh. So Mordecai gives him a, hmm, hmm. And then he walks away. Uh, we cut to an interview portion Rigby is first greeted by a dude who's uh he has his back is lit on fire and Rigby is like so tell me about yourself and then the dude is like uh I like pyrotechnics and fireworks go off in his pocket. The next guy Rigby asks him the same question and then it's like this pirate guy. He he kind of looks like the one dude in that one haunted mansion portrait um with the uh kind of like with the dynamite where he has an eye patch. He has a vest on, and then uh, the parrot on his shoulder says pyrotechnics, and then it explodes. Um, and then we get the last guy, and then he sits down. This dude has like all these like tattoos. He looks like a motorcyclist, basically. And he has like a ripped leather vest. Rigby's like, let me guess, you like pyrotechnics? And then the dude's like, no, but I do like this. And then he pulls out harmonica. He bends over and turns around and starts playing the harmonica with his farts.
1: That's really
0: gross. (laughs) The Rigby's like, all right, that's enough. Uh, And then Josh, what happens after this? So
1: time passes. Rigby is frustrated. He he says, like, no one in this town wants to get a job. So he uh, yells, I give up until a bus pulls up. And out comes a person wearing a hat and a briefcase. Well, a dog wearing a hat. A dog looking thing. And he says, well, time to find a job. Rigby calls him over, uh, and he he over- says, I overheard you were looking for a job. The guy says his name is Doug. Rigby says, you've come to the right place, Doug. But first, tell me about yourself. And then Doug says, well, I've always wanted to be someone, to be somebody, and I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Rigby likes this idea, and then says, mm-hmm, how are you with mowing lawns? Doug turns around and says, Hmm, looks to me that that grass is an inch too sh- or too tall. Um, does, Rig- uh, Rig-
0: does Rigby say mm-hmm. hmm here?
1: I think, so- wait, you want, uh, let's go back a little bit. No, yeah, he says two, whom- two whom, So ah, okay. I, m- I
0: missed that. Yeah, so that's two hmms for the episode. First is Mordecai and then is this mm-hmm. Uh Also, something that I just noticed. Uh, well, d- when Rigby asked, tell me about yourself, Doug. Doug says, "Well, for my entire life, I've always wanted to be somebody, and I'm gonna do whatever it takes," which is blatant foreshadowing.
1: I I actually did not clock that.
0: I didn't clock it either until uh, you explained it, and I'm like, "Whoa! Did you get that parallel? That's super cool." I
1: honestly look. I'm glad we do these because the first time through, I did not notice it. You see that now that, that you're mentioning it.
0: Yeah, even we are learning more and more things about regular show every single day and we're the ones breaking it down. So Doug is hired on to the job. Uh, Obviously, Benson doesn't know about this because this is Rigby doing it, Um, and Doug is mowing the lawn for Rigby. Rigby's relaxing, and Mordecai comes up and gives him his paycheck, and Mordecai's like, wait, who's that? And he's like, oh, that's my new temp. His name is Doug. Mordecai's like, what? So Rigby calls Doug over, and he's like, Doug, here's your first paycheck, and then He's about to hand him the envelope of money, but then he's he pulls it back at the last second. He's like, oh, I got to cover the finder's fee first. So Rigby takes out like 99% of the money inside like all the dollar bills and just gives Doug like a couple of coins. And Doug is like, oh, wow, Mr. Rigby, which is what he calls him. He's like, this is the most I've ever been paid in my whole life. And... <laughs> I, uh, I wrote down a note about this. What Rigby mm. just did, where he like took out like ninety ninety nine percent of the money and gave the rest to the, to the worker. That right yeah. there is how the American tax system works.
1: <laughs> oh, that most definitely, most definitely.
0: I, I, yo, What's up?
1: I wrote down that uh, Mordecai and Rigby get paid weekly, meaning, uh, they don't. Well, th- when you were working at. Uh, back home <laughs> did you get paid weekly or bi-weekly <sighs> bi-weekly okay because i know there there though there are some jobs that get paid like weekly and then bi-weekly most yeah. are bi-weekly
0: yeah it's true actually no i think that Mordecai uh, at the park and rigby get paid bi-weekly oh real um really? i because what was it it was that episode with gbf when they like got paid by benson Rigby says something like, Oh yeah, it's my favorite day every other week, which is obviously uh, Yeah, the consistency
1: of that is really weird, but it doesn't matter, honestly.
0: Um I feel like every single job that I've had in the sense that like with like an HR department and everything, with like apparel, it's always been every two weeks. Yeah. I also made it Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna
1: say I was gonna say like they also get paid in cash, which means they don't have a um whatchamacallit not a deposit box a uh,
0: bank account direct deposit yeah bank. Thing. De-
1: yeah yeah there you go direct deposit that's what i was thinking
0: of i, I think we've been over this in in that same up, the high score episode we made was it really we we made i don't know like i have br- like brief memories of this we we made this I do note too. we made this note where it's like so the park is like they offer free housing but they don't even require their employees to have like direct deposit and like a bank account and stuff like that
1: do you think the the park also provides health insurance then? Because if they're providing house, the house, then shouldn't they provide uh,
0: health insurance then to like, all those essentials? I mean, probably. So, th- like, that proves our point. If they're, like, prestigious and, like, formal enough to have all these benefits, the workers would probably, like, at the bare minimum have payroll, you know?
1: It's, yeah, especially since Mordecai and Rigby are... F- full-time employees there they should be getting paid more than what they're making yeah in the show for
0: all we know mordecai and rigby are working under the counter right now they're getting paid oh. in cash
1: oh yeah and you know what i'm pretty sure that's illegal
0: uh it is illegal in a lot of uh parts uh i know someone they used to work at a uh, nice banquet hall And uh, when they were only like 15, 16 years old, because they needed um, they needed to work. And so they just got paid under the counter.
1: I mean, who's really going to stop them? Like, yeah, this is going to get this is going to go really deep into politics and shit. We should just keep going. So Mordecai says, you make me sick. So then we cut to the night. Uh, uh, Rigby shows Doug uh, the house. He says, this is pretty cool. He shows him to their room. Uh, Doug is still in awe. He says, oh, I get to sleep here touching the trampoline. But Rigby says, no, you got to work your way up there. So they walk over to the closet. Rigby opens it up and um, he says, you'll be sleeping here. Doug starts tearing up and he s- takes off his cap and says, let me just say you're the best boss
0: ever. Well, well hold uh, on. Rig- we, we have to we have to acknowledge what the hell Doug is going to be sleeping on.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. OK, sure. So in the in that closet. Right. Hold on. Let me let me go back to it a little bit. So in that little quick scene, uh, he's sleeping on a doormat, which says welcome, a, sh- a shallow looking pillow, uh, what looks to be a thin towel, a thin towel as a blanket, a lamp next to him. A couple of socks, which, which I'm assuming are dirty. I'm pretty sure this entire closet is dirty.
0: <laughs> and Rigby is, uh, he points to the socks and he's like, there's some socks in there in case you get cold. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, the joke here is that, like, Doug is, like, living in complete shit conditions. And... Yeah, and he's, and well, he's all right with this. Yeah, and Rigby's internally. just like exploiting him. Yeah.
1: Well, but- I mean, if I was Doug, I would be like,
0: Fuck this. Yeah, screw And I'm only getting paid, like, your your extra change. Like, nah, screw you, bro. Mm, um, mm-hmm. And that welcome mat, I would assume it's all, like, bristly and stuff like that. And it's dirty. Like, that's terrible. I mean, it looks like it from, yeah. uh, just from here. Mm, also, I found a mistake here. Uh, I am paused at 3.56, right when Doug takes off his hat. One... In the previous shot before this the door leading out to the hallway was closed and now there's no door there at all two Uh-oh. the wallpaper in the hallway has turned to blue when it has always been and was in the previous shot magenta that wall has seen a lot of colors yeah we had beige we had there here's blue there it's always magenta usually we've we had yellow and then that one episode it just wasn't colored in at all. Mm-hmm. and wasn't there a poster above uh, mordecai's bed sometimes it's there sometimes it's not where's the hole where's everything so doug takes off his hat and he like says rig to rigby like you're the best person that i've ever worked for and then rigby's like this is gonna work out pretty good it's the next day mordecai and doug are raking while rigby's just like laying around being lazy and stuff obviously um and then Rigby's like, I'm gonna go get a meatball sub. Keep it shaking with the Rick in there, guys. And then Mordecai mimics him, and it's not a really good impression. But then Don mimics him, and it's exactly. You say Don? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Doug. Doug uh, mimics Rigby, and it's, it's he has it spot on. Uh, you, you could obviously tell that uh, they had, uh, what well, what's his name, William Salers just voiced that part for their for the joke um Mm because it's blatantly rigby so mordecai is dying of laughter and then rigby comes back with his meatball sub, that was kind of fast and then uh doug does his impression again on rigby and then it's like it's again it's spot on and then mordecai and doug are laughing at him and then rigby's like i don't sound like that at all and then mordecai's like dude it's like dead on like what and then rigby is starting to get mad and then we're at the next scene what happens Next
1: scene, Mordecai is apparently reading a book. He's eating cereal. Uh, Rigby is complaining that, yo, that wasn't cool. Uh, he says that impressions are like the lowest form of comedy. And then he tries to... And then Rigby tries to mock... Mock? Mock? Is it mock? Mock, yeah. Mock. It just sounds so weird. He tries <laughs> mocking Doug, saying like, Hey, I'm Doug. I'm easily impressed because I have a small brain. You see it's easy to drop... It's easy to voice anyone else. Uh, Doug comes into the kitchen. He gives Mordecai a handshake, which indicates that they're getting closer and closer. And um, Rigby sees this and gets shocked. Uh, Mordecai then asks Doug, like, hey, you ready to shoot some hoops? Doug says, you know it. They start walking out uh rigby's like oh can i come too but mordecai stops him and says like and it's kind of a two on two rematch sorry dude how
0: would you feel in that situation i mean like i'm i'm glad that like i mean my my friend is allowed to have other friends like i'm not saying that it's not true but uh No, no yeah mordecai could have at least like invited rigby along you know, that's what I'm I, how, how I would have how I would have worded it. And I had this note to myself. I, I would have Mordecai was like, oh, sorry, dude. It's kind of a two on two rematch. So mm-hmm. uh,
1: like it doesn't mean like you can't just sit there. Uh,
0: yeah, I would have been said uh, I would have said like, oh, I, it's actually a rematch. So uh, there we already got our like queue filled up. But you're welcome to come watch. And maybe after we're done, we could play a game all together. Uh-huh, yeah, exactly. um, that's the way to word it, I feel like. Yeah. Mm
1: uh-huh. hmm but instead he's just flat out left out Mm -hmm. that's some like elementary school kid shit it's like fuck you brad i already got anthony playing with me
0: (laughs) not not even elementary school that's like i see like high schoolers do this which is so petty
1: that's even that you know what that's true because i have uh i think i've done that before and i now that I think about it, I feel bad.
0: It's it's kind of like uh, making plans uh, with your friends while you're in front of your your other friend and then you're like you're not being included in it.
1: Oh no, like okay, so I can definitely relate to this. Now that I now that I'm actually like thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I sometimes accidentally say yes to so many people that it ends up not work that some things end up not working out like with other plans so say actually no like re- today actually um one of my friends uh wants me and her are watching like lord of the rings because you know i've never seen lord of the rings and she's like you should watch it i'm just like whatever fine so after basically after this in like an hour or so I'm gonna be watching uh Lord of the Rings with her. Nice. But, yeah. So it, I'm fuck. It's almost like everything is uh, intertwining with each other. So I won't have time for like anything else. Yeah, it's just Cause so it was busy. Almo- Mm-hmm. And it was almost at a point where like I had to say no. Be because i like I was afraid. Um. Because I wanted to do this first, first and foremost. But I was afraid, like, uh, she wouldn't have time for it. Before I say anything, she, you can cut this out. Okay. Before you say anything else, she has a boyfriend, right? Calm down. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, so I, it's to the point where, like, I almost say yes to a lot of things which don't always end up. So this is just an example of things that work out, but most of the time, like, I accidentally say yes, and then it just sort of falls apart, and it just never ends up happening, which makes me feel bad.
0: Yeah, true. I I have definitely like double booked myself so many times that yeah. uh, I'm like, fuck. Like, I I need usually like when I have like events, I like write it down on my notes app or something. But like every now and then, there's one that like ends up falling through the cracks, and I totally forget about it. Um, mm-hmm. And I like I just straight up like miss a meeting or something and I'm like fuck I'm so sorry uh oh yeah but I also um it was like way back in like the early YouTube days I had this one friend that I was like filming this series with we filmed like one or two episodes and then we were supposed to film our third I'm not oh I think I know what
1: you're talking about I'm not friends I remember
0: yeah I'm not friends with this (laughs) dude anymore do you know who it is i think i remember who it is can
1: you can you say the name
0: i'll censor it out who it was that dude
1: i yes okay i I got the face down but i didn't remember his name
0: yeah so we it was like right at the beginning of summer i'm all like let's go summertime this is the time to like film videos and stuff and we got all the free time and he was in the grade above me which like okay um so he had a lot of grad parties to be going to, obviously, since we just graduated. Yeah. Oh, the, his like a lot of people in his class just graduated. Um, we filmed one day, and then the 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 hour, like the hour before we were supposed to record, or he was supposed to come over to my house or something. He's like, "Oh, dude, I'm sorry, but I gotta. I have a graduation party to go today." And mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, okay, like that's all right." So that happens, and then the next week. We're supposed to record. He's like, oh, sorry, dude. I have another grad party. I'm like, oh, all right. All right. It happens like four times. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, bro. Like I, I know that like, like this is like a grad party and everything. And it's like, but like fucking dude, like how does that happen? F- like a whole, like for uh, an entire month. Do you know what? um,
1: do You know, what, uh I wish we could start doing as a group. What? I wish we could start doing like group meetings yeah just to go over videos and like discuss shit but knowing us and knowing how like things could go due to our personal lives it
0: wouldn't go well i mean yeah like i feel like that i'm in no place to be like telling this story because like obviously i'm like super busy like we're all super busy we could barely like uh get together for schwam and last semester this podcast was incredibly uh mia but you know Uh uh-huh so, like, Leo, uh, I understand that life happens, but
1: still. I, I know, but, like, I, I, honestly, I just thought of it this now. Like, there's so much time in the day for everyone that, like, things take up a lot of time. Surprisingly, amount yeah. of time. So. And it's especially hard. Just happen.
0: Yeah, it's especially hard when you're six hours ahead of everyone.
1: Um, oh yeah well on your end yes it's on very my hard yeah that yes. you know what
0: makes you know what's hard about that is uh trying to set up like like meetings for like job interviews and stuff like that my yeah. like half the time when i'm setting up these meetings like for the last two days half of the time was spent like converting time zones to when when someone asked me like oh when are you available to meet for the entire next week usually when you're at mm-hmm. home it's already a hassle to give times but it's double hassle to not only work out your schedule but have to convert all of the times too
1: no i would imagine since you're over since you're overseas you would need to be up in the a.m rather than
0: working out in like in the p.m where we are right now yeah the plus side to that though is i when i get all my work done like in the afternoon over here to them it appears Mm -hmm. like they're i'm getting it done at like 8 a.m yeah exactly So that's good but, none
1: of them know that you're he- that you're over there right oh,
0: oh no like they they know like i i i, I tell them like hey like because they uh, they asked for like a bit of background I'm like hey i'm in my last semester of college but i'm studying abroad blah 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 so like they know oh, and like okay. that's that's not gonna matter because like all the jobs that i'm applying for are like remote anyways yeah so,
1: okay, okay. But, oh, that's good that's really good yeah
0: all
1: right I, um, I, I had one more in me but i'll save it for another time mm-hmm.
0: We are at the playground, and Rigby is eavesdropping on the two-on-two game. Uh, Muscle Man and Fives versus Mordecai and Doug. Uh, Muscle Man and Fives lose, and then Doug takes off his hat to kind of wipe off his sweat. And then after he like runs his like hands through his hair, it like spikes up like Rigby. And Rigby's like, what? He's putting his hair up like I do. And then in the next scene, it, this is kind of like a montage-ish. Mordecai and Doug are working at the snack bar, and they're like fooling around behind the counter, typical like working with your friends. And then Mm. they serve up their hot dogs. They kind of do a bad job at it, but um, they high-five each other, be like, "Hey, like nice, good way to deliver the dogs." And then Rigby, who is hiding in a trash can, funny because he is a raccoon. That's a little Mm. Easter egg that they threw in there. Um, He's watching them work, and he's like, "Oh, that can't be as fun as it looks." And then. Doug holds up his tail, just like how Rigby does. We we basically we're we're seeing uh
1: Doug slowly becoming like Rigby. Yeah, that's what it's getting across. Yeah. So the this (coughs) next scene uh Rigby peeks out of a tree. Um, Doug and Mordecai are picking up trash and they're talking about Rigby. Uh, Doug says well says what Rigby sort of, but he shouldn't say it. But Mordecai's like, yeah, no, it's fine. You can you can say it. And then, Doug comes out and says, like, well, he's kind of lazy, and Mordecai agrees with him, saying, yeah, he is. And they both kind of like just laugh. Uh, Rigby growls. And Then Benson comes up and says, hey guys, I just wanted to tell you what a great job you guys did. Ultimate Frisbee was a success, which I'm pretty sure happened, or which the which they what mowed the lawn two days ago. I'm pretty sure that grass has grown since then, but, you know, whatever. No kidding. So then, um, so Benson comes just to congratulate them. He says, kudos, Mordecai. Uh, You too, Rigby. And then uh, we see, like, just, uh, just Doug. And he turns around to see Rigby. And he says, yeah, see ya, Benson. And we see Doug have those black rings around his eyes, just like Rigby. Rigby screams out, no, and then we cut to the couch.
0: Yeah, so basically, as we could see, we all know what's going on. Doug is slowly turning into Rigby.
1: Ha- or have you ever talked shit about other co-workers of yours?
0: Oh, yeah, all the time. I've, I've actually noticed, I was looking back at our old episodes, I've uh, accidentally <laughs> told the same story like two, three times about this one co-worker that I have. I mean, I don't remember, I don't think you want to repeat it. However,
1: if it's literally just talking shit to about another person in the workspace then obviously you shouldn't repeat it. But still, um no, I I think everyone in every job has spoken badly about someone else in their job, which it which I don't think is not what what's the word? Uh, it's not not common.
0: Yeah, see, the person that I talk shit, well, first of all, I don't even work there, obviously, right now, because I'm in the UK. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, the, the reason I talk shit about this person is because everyone talks shit about this person, and that's because they're just a terrible worker and
1: i'm surprised i haven't been fired yet i think i said that too now i'm getting like deja vu
0: yeah like no we i've definitely told the story and i think i, I made this point it's like i'm convinced that she is sucking someone's dick in the in the manager's <laughs> office to
1: <keep> <laughs> <laughs> okay no i definitely remember you saying something like that and it still makes me laugh
0: yeah but like just like i said before like i'm gonna like i don't i really do i prefer to not talk shit like about other co-workers even if they deserve it because like not, not only does it like it creates like tension, but like for myself, like I can feel like it brings down like my own positivity at the workspace. You know, because like yeah. if I complain at work, then that that's kind of like I'm kind of setting it up for myself on how my my mood is gonna be. So, yeah. but sometimes if someone really annoys me, like uh, I try not to let myself get mad, but at the same time, I also stand up for myself. This is going mm. back to the whole thing about standing up for yourself at work, but. With some people, like, they just get away with things with no trouble.
1: No, yeah. Like, quick story. Uh, when I first started at the place that I'm at right now, um, uh, there was this... There's the manager that I said is the one that, like, bosses people around and no one listens to. Yeah. I didn't know that at the time, but when I first started... Uh, it's one of the other managers who used to work there too. She was hot, by the way. She was all so right. fine looking. Um, she comes up to me and is like, "So, what do you think of blank name?" And I was like, "Uh, she's she's all right. Like, I have no reason to not like her mm-hmm. because, for me personally, uh, first impressions like, okay, I'll you're all right to me. But if, ta- but when time goes on, that's when I truly judge you like you're to me it's a scale you start off on like i like you you're cool but you have to give me a reason to put you to put you down a peg yeah to like not like you know
0: yeah like everyone like starts off like chill because you know when you meet everyone you don't have a reason to hate them until you exactly. you might get a reason which you you it's better that you don't exactly
1: and Right now, where I'm at with this current with this current uh person that I work with, I'm at fuck you, don't, I don't like you. I'm gonna be hella fake with you because I don't like you. Yeah,
0: and
1: I hate that I have to be fake with her sometimes because she's a manager.
0: Like I hate being fake at work and acting like I like someone, but like, hey, we're gonna be seeing each other every day. I don't have a choice. I don't like you, so. I'm obviously, like, not going to argue with you because that sucks mm-hmm. even more. So, the least I could do is pretend that I like you. Mm-hmm. video
1: um, you know, it's great. Other people can share your pain with you. So, yes. you can talk shit
0: with them. Mm-hmm. Um, also, did, <clears throat> I, did I ever tell you the the drama that happened at my old uh, uh, place that I used to work? No. This was, uh, this was at the, the cupcake shop that I used to work at. Oh, I don't think I heard this. Okay, so. yeah. I I actually don't think I told the story on the podcast before. So, this was back like pre-COVID 2019. Um This was um, when I used to work the the closing shifts, which they closing shifts absolutely suck, but that's besides the uh-huh. point. Um So, I was working there and there was this new baker that was there. He I think he was like um he seemed like college age, but I but I could tell that like he wasn't in school and he just like was like finding like odd jobs like here and there and stuff. So, you know, he was just getting by with like his whatever job that he could take. So But he was chill, you know, we, we, we loved to talk to each other. Him and like all of the other bakers, they were like super tight with each other. And specifically him and this one other uh, uh, female baker... Uh, she was much older than him, but like still like they their chemistry was like really good. They were like kind of like mm-hmm. the dynamic duo. they always loved working with each other. Um, mm-hmm. Then there was this new employee that started working at the bakery and I guess that this this uh, first baker I hmm, I need I need a word for her because like there's just so many characters <laughs> a name. Um, let's call this baker Danny. okay
1: uh, so
0: the the first girl baker is Danny and then the guy that uh, I, that uh, that was, like, chill. Let's call him Freddy, okay? Okay. So, Freddy and Danny are, like, super chill. They're good friends. And then this new worker comes in. Let's call her... Let's call her Cal. Okay. So, Danny absolutely despises Cal for no reason. It's, literally, mm. it's Cal's first day, and mm. she just doesn't like her. I don't know why. And, like, Freddy and Cal weren't even, like, talking a lot, so Danny didn't have a reason to be jealous. So she made up this rumor that uh cal had a, an ed which uh, if you don't know what that is that's an eating disorder oh yeah okay i th- i thought it was something else so she she spreads that that rumor to the entire bakery which like we like it, it, it ended up in yeah it's fucked up it ended up not being true but even if it was you don't go around sharing that like because that's just so shitty no, that's, that's fucked up that's very personal so um that plan ended up not falling through it didn't work um so that rumor ended up getting debunked but danny was still on to cal she wasn't stopping there so okay. she totally stabs freddie in the back and and tells the managers that Freddie and Cal had sex in the basement. Oh my God! And like, what the hell? Like, what the hell did Cal ever do to you, Danny? So what? Is, why are you dragging Freddie down? Yeah, like y'all were best friends. So my manager uh calls Freddie because he wasn't working at the time when Danny told that lie. So mm-hmm. my manager calls Freddie and fires him over the phone. Oh. And no. um and then after the truth was revealed, Daniel was also fired. Obviously. Wait, so
1: Fred so Freddie's job wasn't even recovered after that? No,
0: it was so shitty because like Why? I don't I don't know. Like after yeah. like it was revealed that like Freddie was in the clear, they still fired him, but like uh, okay. I, I think yeah, they fired him before they found out the truth, but even after they found out the truth they didn't offer Freddy's job back, which is so shitty. Um
1: Honestly, like okay if i was fi- if i was fired right mm-hmm. and then i was offered the job back the pen i uh-uh. i was gonna say yeah i'll come back but now that i think about it it depends
0: like i better get like, a raise or something or like benefits oh n-
1: yes that's exactly a good reason to come back but i no, continue yeah
0: so not only did cal bring down or uh danny bring down freddie but danny made herself lose her own job so great job there and yeah. Danny had a real big passion for baking. Like, she's been a baker, like, for, like, such a long time. So that's so unfortunate. Um, and then Cal was like, well, what the fuck do I do now? Uh, how about the owners fire Cal? Because, oh God. because they were worried that Cal would, like, sue them for, like, all of, like, this misdemeanor and stuff like that. So um... they, they fired Cal to, like, cover their asses, which is also kind of shitty on their part, too. So, I ended up losing my two favorite bakers, as well as, um, we literally had Cal there for, like, two days before she, she left. Wait, so she was only there for two days? I think so, yeah. That's horrible. So shitty, and I can't believe that happened, and, like, after that, the the vibe was, like, so boring at work. Like, you know those Mm -hmm. workers, like, you make it fun. Like, you see, like, oh, hell yeah, I'm scheduled at the same time as them. This is going to be a great shift. Yeah, that totally went away, and it was boring. Mm -hmm. I'm
1: not going to lie to you. Like, I work in the mornings, Mm -hmm. but most of my... I usually get my second wind of uh, good vibe energy at night and, and because that's when, like, the fun people... Or the people I actually, like, enjoy talking to come through.
0: Yeah. So. I remember, um, as much as I hated closing shifts, because, like, it's, like, late and stuff. <clears throat> late. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <but> I, <laughs> so, I I loved the workers, you know, because, like, we're, we're all there. You know, we had a long day, but, like, we're... It's usually around, like, the late hours where it's, like, crackhead energy comes out. Yeah, And exactly. we're all just, like, messing around, be like, hey, closing shift gang. Um, in mm-hmm. the morning, though... I, compl- I, I dig morning shifts, like, they're my favorite, but everyone's super tired, like, we, like, barely talk to each other, I always have my headphones in, um, it's great for hours, but it, it could be boring sometimes when, uh, when no one's talking to each other. Okay, so, this motherfucker is finally gone,
1: right? Yes. It's, <laughs> it's, it's been, on my recording, it says an hour, but we're only, let. it's basically half the episode... Uh, okay. Already, we got. We're a little bit more than halfway. We got four minutes left. Well, well yeah, but our tangents. But it's whatever. So we cut to the couch. Rigby comes up to Mordecai. He's playing video games. Uh, Rigby says, "I want to fire Doug," and but R- Mordecai says, "Like, but no, Doug's actually pretty cool." Rigby says, "He's totally copying me." Mordecai says, "He's being paranoid." Uh, Rigby starts pointing out all the things that Doug is doing, like the tail, the lovable. Charm the black circles around his eyes, classic Rigby. But Mordecai still says like, he's probably has those rings around his eyes because he's working all the time. But Rigby like brushes it off, says like, whatever, dude, just give me my paycheck so I can get out of here. Mordecai says like, nice try. And then Rigby's like, what are you talking about? Mordecai says like, I gave it to you two hours ago. So then he makes a conclusion like, wait, where's Doug? Mordecai tells him upstairs. Rigby runs upstairs. Uh well Monica, sorry, I almost forgot to point out Mordecai says he's upstairs taking a shower. So then Rigby runs up the stairs, bangs on the bathroom door, screaming out Doug's name. The door opens, <coughs> Steam comes out. Doug comes out with like doing the little the Chad thing where he has the <laughs> towel <laughs> where he's like rubbing himself not rubbing himself off, that sounds weird. He, he's kind
0: of like Wait, flossing his back with a towel. I, that's the best way to describe it.
1: Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say like rubbing himself off sounds kind of mad. <laughs> like no. <laughs> no. He caught him while he's masturbating. No. No. Um. He comes out of the bathroom, uh, saying like, "Yeah, what do you want, uh, Rigby?" Rigby says like, "My paycheck." And then Doug is like, "Oh, the paycheck? Oh, you mean this one?" He pulls out the envelope, starts to give it to. Rigby, but he pulls it back quickly and says, uh-uh-uh. Gotta re- gotta co- got to cover the re- the finder's fee, remember? God, Damn. what? It's he like is... everything is...
0: Yeah, so basically, Doug is kind of playing Rigby's own game on him. He's kind of throwing it mm. back in his face. Um, this, this, I just realized, like, this entire episode is a lot of foreshadowing. True. Yeah, That I think this is the most examples of foreshadowing we've ever gotten in an episode. <coughs> but... So I'm going to take it away. Uh, So he pulls the trick on Rigby, and then Rigby's like, Doug, this has gone too far. You are fired. And then Doug's like, you can't fire me. This is the best job I've ever had. And then he says, besides, I'm more Rigby than you ever were or will be. And then he says that in Rigby's voice. And then... He grabs out uh, Rigby and starts choking him on the neck and Doug straight up transforms into Rigby. Like his tail turns to a raccoon, his whiskers are like pulled in and we now have two Rigby's on the screen. They start to fight on the ground and they're like wrestling and they're like rolling around all over the place. Eventually they both roll down the stairs and when I was watching this as a little kid, I tried to keep my eye on like the real Rigby so I could keep track but there's mm-hmm. so many cuts in the scene that I, you lose track.
1: Oh no, Yeah. That, that first cut where they're, uh, rolling when they're still upstairs and they're like rolling on top of each other. I, there's
0: no way. Yeah. It's like a blank cut. So they, mm-hmm. they start, they continue to fight and then Mordecai says like Rigby and then they both say why? And then Rigby's like, w-, or Mordecai's like, well. Uh, so we are outside and what happens next?
1: uh they're taken outside skips is examining both of them he grabs one of them by the mouth and starts like rubbing it <coughs> or the, he starts grabbing both of them by the mouth and just like sort of squishing them he's saying like Ugh. and then he comes to the conclusion saying like well i don't know who's who Benson says well there's one way to solve well there's got to be a way to solve this he walks up says all right i'm gonna have you do a couple of things and ask some questions whoever gets them right is a real rigby and whoever doesn't i'm calling the cops This gives both Rigby's, like, a shock face. So, we go into this montage. First is both of them punching Mordecai, but Mordecai says they both can't punch very hard. Then he punches both of them, and he says they both can't take a punch. They go to the uh, living room where they're both playing video games. They both end up losing,
0: and Mordecai says they're both horrible at video games. So, So, real quick, uh... I feel like, in my opinion, that's what makes them both good at video games, because that's pretty impressive that they killed each other at the same time. <laughs> Honestly, yes. It's pretty funny.
1: It's a rare thing. It's a rarer thing? It's a rare thing um, to have
0: someone or two people lose at a game. I have actually done that before with a friend. Um, I think it was either on Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter, probably Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. But it was it was pretty funny whenever it happened. We were dying laughing. You think uh, there's a, in Fortnite? Do you think
1: when both people die at the same time, like there's only
0: they both get second place and no one's the winner? Um, has that been tested? I'm I'm pretty sure people have like tried it before, but I've never seen any video clips of it. I mean, I'd
1: imagine so, but eh. it it Fortnite is way beyond its my knowledge. Now I've like slowed down on playing since yeah. like
0: the last year. Fucking you know how I was saying that this past week has been like uh, I've been like super homesick. Yeah. That this last summer when I was living in Chicago and we me and the boys, like we played Fortnite like pretty almost every single night. I remember And I remember uh you know when you hear like a song and it reminds you to like a certain time period? <laughs> no. No
1: yeah, I think I know where this is going. So
0: I unironically, my song for that summer, um, because of Fortnite was Build a Bitch by Bella porch <laughs> Which, before you come and stack me for that, Build a Bitch is the only TikTok song that is actually good. The ain't some Dixie Demilio shit, like if you actually analyze Build a Bitch, no. what? No,
1: no no keep going, I'll say it later.
0: If you actually like analyze Build a Bitch by like the the musical composition it is really good like it has like all these sick drops like the the beat is good and the lyrics are like super like cool the music video is great um so that brings me know. back to the time that song came on and i was like fuck i miss those times so that's one song there's another song that i always think of and i think it might be the one that you're thinking of
1: i think so but when did
0: dixie Demilio Put out a song. Dixie D'Amelio made this stupid-ass song, and it was, like, featuring this other artist, but the thing is, uh, it, it was the I'm one... looking it up right now. It was like, I won't cry too long. Drip my drip my drip. I'm back on my drip. Drip my drip. Can't touch me. And then... But the thing is, Dixie made a big mistake in making that song. You know why? Why? So, they say the N-word in this song... No, but Dixie does not say it. It was the the girl featured on it who was black. Um, the thing is, what? everyone thinks that it's Dixie that said it. No one realizes that someone who was black said that word. Which obviously in that case it's okay, but <laughs> Dixie did. Yeah. Hold
1: on. There's one that says from Wiz Khalifa, and then just another and another one by yourself. The one by yourself is called "Be Happy." There's actually wait shit. There's another one that says Fuckboy, boy. It fuck says f boy. F-boy. There's uh psycho featuring Ruby Rose, one whole day featuring Wiz Khalifa, roommates, which is by yourself. Happy...
0: What the fuck? So wait for what? What song were you originally thinking about? The one that like I I like stopped for a second and asked.
1: Uh, it was the one where it it says it clearly says aliens but you keep thinking it's saying hell
0: yeah <laughs> fucking like no it's I, not i knew this was 100 percent the song that i thought that you were thinking of and it was also the song that i was referring to i know it i'm gonna play a soundbite of it Depending on the lyric that you think in your mind, it could—it's like an audio illusion. It could be both because the song it says aliens, it goes aliens. That's where I want to be is with the aliens. Me, I hear it as hell yeah. That's where I, you know. Yeah. It sounds like it. Okay. It kind of does, but
1: that <laughs> this is—I think this is um a little bit off uh a little bit off topic but recently i've been going through uh, a lot of the youtube rewind not all of it all of the youtube rewinds yeah just to like hear the music um or like all the remix mashups
0: mashups of the songs they were so good uh freaking 20 2012 to 2016 were like the best times 2017 was when it kind of fell off 2018 yeah. we all know how that went uh oh, that was hot 20 uh, <laughs> that's hot, <laughs> that's hot. <laughs> on, will smith why'd you do that to yourself i would want Fortnite and mark ass brownlee <laughs> you, th- you didn't say mark Ass Brownlee, but <laughs> it definitely sounded like it did all right so let's get back to the episode yeah, I'm sorry. this is great. I like these uh, we're, we're going on good tangents this episode. Uh, I am at Yeah, eight, it is. I'm at 8:36. So mm-hmm. now we are in the kitchen and the Rigbys are mopping the floor and but they both suck at it up and they fall over and then Benson says like, "Yep, well they both are equally lazy." Um I don't have subtitles for this next scene so you go ahead. Okay. So, uh they're <coughs> out they're back outside. Getting
1: asked some questions. The first one is from Benson. He says, how does Rigby like his BOTs? Uh, One of the Rigby says, no lettuce, no tomato, hold the bread, and double the bacon. Mordecai confirms this. Benson asks another question, saying it's correct. What did Rigby get for Pops' birthday? Rigby says, easy, nothing. And then Pops chimes in and says, oh, it's true. It was the best nothing I've ever received. (laughs) And they both give each other like that. Hmm, 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 oh shit! Like, yeah, oh yeah, no, I got. I this didn't one. notice that either.
0: I I, I got this I, one. I forgot that I took a note of it. I didn't. Um. Uh. Ben
1: Benson asks a third question. Uh. Rigby's high score in Strong Johns. One of them says three. Favorite dessert: marshmallow clusters. And then he finally gets to Rigby's greatest fear, which uh, they both like look in worry um benson is saying like well and then one of the rigby's says amusement park mascots (laughs) which is probably the most ridiculous uh fear of all time but you know what a lot of fears are yeah i have a pretty
0: weird phobia
1: but oh really wait okay hey we'll stop there and talk about it for a quick second
0: (laughs) we're going on another tangent but we are at one hour and 13 minutes but that's okay i don't care that's fine so um, I'm gonna make this quick so I yeah. have a big phobia of leaf blowers you didn't know this about me oh really <laughs> I've known you I've known you for almost as long as I've had this fear um, so back when I think I was in like middle school or something so uh, like maybe around like three four-ish years into us knowing each other I had this dream where I was on an airplane and this dude sitting behind me, he was wearing like a brown vest and he had like a tie and stuff. He had a leaf blower on the plane and he started, uh, I just looked behind myself because I hate this story. He started blowing it at the back of my head. It's so traumatizing to tell and I, I keep, I'm like holding the back of my head right now. He starts blowing the leaf blower at the back of my head and my head falls off. And it goes rolling away on the plane and like I could see my eye like I could still see my head through my head and I could just see my head rolling away from my body. And ever since then, I've been very afraid of leaf blowers. <coughs> Did I lose? It's not funny. Oh, uh, f- no,
1: that's I- <laughs> not funny. It's not, funny.
0: It, it's not <coughs> funny. It's not funny. It's traumatizing. It's not funny. Yeah, it's very traumatizing. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: You know what? I'm sorry that you are afraid of leaf (laughs) blowers.
0: Leaf blowers are (laughs) scary.
1: Okay, I'll take it away. No, wait, wait. Before you do, it since you shared yours, I'll share mine. Yes, it's, it's it's basically just fear of heights. Even oh. though I went on to the, the tilt <laughs> one, that one
0: gave me the shits a little. You, I, funny, because I didn't even know that you were afraid of heights until you told me, so now I think back to when you rode the tilt in Chicago. It's so funny. Mm-hmm.
1: No, yeah, no, that's why you saw me grabbing on for dear life. You, Your
0: arms were like so damn tight on that thing.
1: Oh no, believe me, I wanted to get off that thing, but I, mom didn't raise no bitch.
0: That's so funny. So after Rigby's uh answer after the rig one of the rigby's answers the question right um benson's like all right you're the real rigby and then rigby's like oh yeah so then mordecai says like hey man celebratory hug and rigby says yeah man and then they start to hug which if you mm-hmm. remember from earlier i think you could already see where this is going so rig mm-hmm. the other rigby walk, starts to walk away and he's like "Fine." You want to like believe in him, then go ahead, just remember that you lost your best friend to some some imitator, impersonator, or whatever. No subtitles. Um, Mm -hmm. and then, uh, I I hope you were happy like choosing him over your best friend. That's more what he says. Uh, Mordecai points to him and says, Nope, you're the real Rigby. And then Rigby's like, What? And he's like, I knew it was you, dude. I just wanted to mess with you. Um, And only the real Rigby would whine that much. Plus, the real Rigby would never hug me. And then obviously we know that the guy hugging him is now Doug, so Doug looks up and he's like, oh shoot. And then all the park members start to chase him away when he runs, and then skips as Absolute Chad tackles him, totally tackles him. And then so he holds him down on the ground, he pins him down, and then Doug starts to struggle. And then he slowly turns back into Doug, and he morphs back into his final dog form. Is he a dog? Yeah, Doug the dog. I always thought he was like an otter, almost like an otter for some an reason. An otter, that is not what an otter looks like. Well, no, because earlier in the hot dog bar, I this is my fault because I did a bad job explaining it, but he says huh. dogs from a dog. Oh... I didn't get that. That That's because I I was rushing through it and I accepted it. No, like,
1: even even if you did did analyze it, it still would have, like, I didn't know that. Yeah. But. Okay. <clears throat> so, anyways, I'll end it off here. Yeah. So, we go back to the front of the house. The police are there. Uh, the detective says, yeah, the perp's full name is Doug the Doppelganger Shablan Sh- 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 Shablosky, Shablosky, Shab- 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 He is. He has blown his middle name or in his name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and he says like he's been pulling this scam all over the country. But thanks to you, he can be brought to justice. And then Mordecai points out, points and says, "Here comes Doug, a uh, Doug with like a very cr- cr- typical criminal-esque voice, like, a hey, a." Hey, uh, uh, like um, what do we call it? Jersey, New
0: York ish kind and of kind of like maybe Boston area, but not really. Boston but like, area. Um, so yeah, funny. Somewhere on the funny, coast. Funny, thing you noted, You make a note of that because after like over ten years of watching this episode, I just now realized that he has an entirely different voice from the beginning of the episode. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Be- so then. Well, because um, that even like shows and suggests about uh, Doug's character. He was even putting on a persona at the beginning of the episode and we didn't even know. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. Well, he's going to
1: jail anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, go on. So then he stops by Rigby and he says, Rigby, I want you to know, a guy like me ain't got a lot to be thankful for but you, you got friends. A job, a nice... A nice warm bed you got a good thing going here never forget that and then he the cops like push him along put them in the car and they drive off maybe says like wow what that or how lame or something mm-hmm. right? It's like oh I
0: can't believe you idiots thought that that dude oh. was me
1: no he calls Doug a windbag <laughs> <laughs> which I don't know what that means and he says like I thought he never shut up I can't believe you guys thought Doug was me Benson starts getting angry And uh, Benson yells at at him, says like, if you ever pull this stunt again, or I'm the one who hires and fires, so if you Mm -hmm. really don't want want to do your job, I'd be glad to accommodate you. Otherwise, you're on toilet duty for the next three months, which honestly is probably the minimum punishment Rigby
0: could get. I mean, they can't act like Rigby wasn't already scrubbing toilets, you know? No, yeah, but for three months straight, mm, damn. that's pain. Yeah. But we end the episode there. Mm-hmm. Before we go to lunchtime, I'm going to pull up the fan wiki for some trivia and uh, notes about this episode. Ooh, okay. So, it is revealed in this episode that Rigby's greatest fear is amusement park mascots, like we said, uh, that comes later into play in episodes like Steak Me Amadeus and, uh, what was it, Fuzzy Dice. This episode has some connections doug later makes an appearance in rigby's graduation day special and no
1: way
0: yeah um oh and also i forgot to mention rigby's fear of amusement park mascots is also shown in territory of the park the sixth forgot to mention that Mm. one pop culture references when doug is arrested the police officer bears a strong resemblance to commissioner gordon in the dark knight movie series which i have not seen he really does I didn't notice that until you mentioned it. Is it like just the trench coat?
1: It's the trench coat. It's the hair, the mustache. I mm. think he was wearing glasses, so yeah. that gives it away too. Uh,
0: this episode's main plot is a parody of a scene from Star Trek VI: The Undiscovered Country.
1: Do you feel like a a lot? There's a lesser fan base for Star. I mean, no, it's there's a fan base for Star Trek, and it's like referenced a lot but not a lot of people have like seen
0: it yeah i have not i mean, seen I know star i trek. haven't seen it i haven't seen star trek uh i i've had the i probably had like no reason to like not watch it uh but i'm i just look at star trek and me being a star wars fan i just honestly and admittedly just don't give it a chance because i just love star <laughs> wars exactly and i think that's the case for a lot of people people just love star wars and they know that star trek will never be star wars i won't watch it no like okay real quick you're you either grow up as a star trek fan or a star wars fan and i've never met one star trek like big fan of star Trek. neither have i um this episode went on to have how many views 1.689 million views Wow. Pretty good. Um, Censorship. We had one part. In the UK, Latin America, Russia, and some other countries, the muscular redneck, the motorcycle guy with tattoos, the one I was talking about, who farts through a harmonica, is changed to him playing a kazoo through his nose instead of farting into the harmonica. Due to showcasing an innuendo. Um, Oh, Oh. but funny how they say that it's censored in the uk me i'm pirating regular show off of the secret website so it all appears normal to me oh uh, that would have been really
1: funny if you saw it differently for for than me that would actually because...
0: be a really cool concept on the show to see the differences oh yeah
1: mm. but sadly you know eh, it is what it is all right lunch time
0: lunch time
1: oh dude I, like not gonna lie to you i bef- like after class today i uh went to jersey mike's to grab a sub mm-hmm. which i did it was delicious nice um but no that was like two hours ago now i'm, now I'm
0: hungry again oh i love jersey mike's it's so good yeah i'm pretty sure you don't have jersey mike's over there no we do not we have a subway Obviously. but no jersey mike's
1: Nah, Subway's like, uh, bottom, bottom tier sub, sub place. It's there when you, like, desperately need a sandwich.
0: Yeah. So, lunchtime. Lunchtime!
1: It's lunchtime! Like I said, I'm so hungry. Okay. okay. <clears throat> uh who were the protagonists of this episode? Uh
0: for this episode I put Rigby. Hmm.
1: Actually, you know what? Yeah, Rigby. I was gonna say Mordecai and Rigby, but no, it, it's basically Rigby because he brought on Doug for this.
0: Yeah, um in a way, for like just a very short time, the antagonist was also was Mordecai and Doug. But, um, obviously we know saying it now, the antagonist was Doug for this episode, but for Why like... would just
1: say Mordecai for a moment? Well,
0: just for like the shortest, like the shortest, shortest moment, it was also Mordecai because like he was kind of the one like palling around Doug and he was, uh, it was kind of Mordecai that Doug was able to kind of like find his way in and he, like nah, without Mordecai, Doug wouldn't have like a, like a way to sneak his way into the oh my the Rigby scene, which obviously it wasn't Mordecai's fault. All he was doing was hanging out with the new friend. That's why yeah. I say that Mordecai wasn't actually an antagonist, but mm-hmm. he was sort of like the uh, the uh, the messenger. No, not the messenger, but like the oh, he's uh, a accomplice, his apprentice.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Did yeah. Yeah, I just realized, Hmm. Like off screen, the you can tell that Mordecai and Doug like spent a lot of time with each other. That's how Doug knew so much about Rigby, is because he hung out with Mordecai oh, so much.
0: Oh, yeah. Because you think to yourself, like, how does Doug know all about like, these secrets about Rigby? It's because of Mordecai.
1: Especially the amusement park mas- mascots one. True. Because, like what you said, like, later in later seasons and episodes, it shows that Rigby is afraid is actually afraid of amusement park mascots. You know,
0: this gets me to thinking, there's probably more to this episode that we, like, didn't see because, like, we... It's interesting to think about, like, don's like all the insight that he got like how did he get the dirt out of mordecai like when they were hanging out was don like so like or doug fuck um <laughs> i'm d- so glad you caught yourself <laughs> doug was probably like so tell me about rigby like what, what what are his interests and like he was just using his intel the whole time to get the dirt to use it on mm. them later oh mm. uh-huh.
1: wow, this oh so it's juicy yes very juicy anyway uh, this is actually really important. Uh, were there any O's or hms in this episode? So there were zero O's, but there were three hms. Was there? Wait. Yep. No, 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 no. I'm pretty sure in the beginning of the episode when Mark oh, and finished mowing the lawn, that's one. We missed. That's one I clowned.
0: Yeah, that's the one that I forgot, and I forgot it again. So we have, <laughs> we have one, one O and three hms. So. Yeah, okay, I don't that. think I counted them. homes though. so yeah, yeah. there, there were three hums. I'm not gonna say when they were because they, they no, were no. just there. Um, All right, we finally got some o's and hums after what four or five episodes. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right.
1: Uh, so adult jokes then.
0: Uh, farting harmonica. Would you really? Well,
1: boy, I hey. always thought he was farting in the harmonica. I didn't know he. The harmonica up the ass.
0: Oh, is that the innuendo that they were talking about?
1: I'm mm-hmm. guessing so. If they had to censor it,
0: I thought that they were just censoring it because, like, butt joke. But for, so, too, but for them to go to the point where they had to censor it, that automatically puts it on the adult jokes list.
1: I guess, yeah, I fair enough. Yeah,
0: I'm trying to think what else I
1: did not catch it No, no, other than that, no. <laughs>
0: Yeah, let's speed through the rest of this.
1: Okay, iconic moments. Uh, Uh, I guess just Rigby, just a Rigby switch or something.
0: Yeah, I wrote. um, Yeah, Doug pretending to be Rigby. That's pretty iconic in regular show, and especially since we see Doug later on in prison in the graduation episode. That's pretty big. Oh yeah. Uh,
1: I don't. There were no IRL music. Just basic, you know,
0: dramatic cinematic. Music yep. shit. No songs in this episode. No songs. So how would you rate it? <clears throat> uh on memorability if I had to give it a one to five. Um mm-hmm. this was also one of the first ever episodes I watched. Uh probably on the first night that I watched regular show. I I'm ninety percent sure that this episode came on. So mm-hmm. for that, in my personal reason, I give it a five. Out of five. I would also
1: give it a five out of five.
0: Yeah, and even if I hadn't, like, got that connection to a regular show, I feel like this is a episode that people usually talk about and people remember it. Oh, yeah, yeah, most
1: definitely. So, that brings it to the next one, which is obviously, would you watch
0: it or skip it? <coughs> All right, so, I definitely think that you cannot skip this episode. This is a must-watch. This This is definitely a
1: must-watch, yeah. like... It's a fun episode to to watch and I don't I don't think anyone should really skip this. Yeah, not
0: only is it a fun episode, but you also it's probably important to know Don because again he comes back Doug. later. Or Fuck <laughs> uh, There's so many Ds. So many Ds, yeah. Uh Doug makes an appearance later, like I said in the graduation episode. So for you to get that Easter egg, you would have had to see this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so then, would you say that this
1: is a good or bad episode?
0: I said that this was a good episode of Regular Show. Whoa!
1: This was a really good episode. Whoa! Yeah, I liked it. I really enjoyed it. You know what, actually, I just, I can tell the difference since you're having so much trouble with dif- differentiating between Don and Doug.
0: The reason why it's because they both start with D-O.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I was going to say, one of them fucks. Oh, yeah. Don fucks. There you go. Don fucks. Don Dog doesn't fuck. You know why? Because he impersonates Rigby.
0: Well, he's going to prison, so
1: he's going to be getting fucked. (laughs) (laughs) He's getting...
0: (laughs) That's pretty good. Well... And... You know what? With that, we're gonna end it there. <laughs> so at the end of this episode, we are left with twenty-seven O's and twenty-one Hums for the entire episode, uh, series of regular show. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna close off this episode. We've been recording for an hour and a half now, so that's yeah. I- that this is what one of the longest ones we've done probably one of the longest episodes that we've ever done so uh quick links and then we're gonna head out you could follow our twitter at egg pod you could find our group youtube channel the Schwam squad and you could also find my personal youtube channel where i'm uploading uk vlogs 18 jason M. all three of those links will be down in the description of this episode and anything else uh, dog doesn't fuck, but he will get fucked. He's gonna get fucked soon. <laughs> He's gonna get fucked. <laughs> See you guys next week. Thanks for listening.